Simplified Chaos, episode 115. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. friends welcome to simplify chaos this is jillian one of your hosts and i'm with nicholas what's going on folks sounds like jilly's ready to sing today a little bit a little bit a little cheery (laughs) i sing a lot of things just not so much on the podcast word hope y'all are having a great week we've got another amazing episode for y'all folks today jilly i'm gonna show the future yeah, this episode is a little, a taste of what's to come. Oh, is that what you were doing? Taking a little bite? A little yeah, taste? smacking my lips. I see. I don't that. know what that sounded like on here, though. <laughs> well, it sounded like something. Uh, you should have, you should have been eating something. Um, what was it that you were eating the other day that sounded really loud? Oh, I can't remember. Was it my, was it my sandwich? My breakfast sandwich? It was something crunchy, and it was like, damn, that is like really, really loud. And I was like sitting on the. Oh, on the it was side my Kodiak cake uh, bar. Yeah, you're eating that granola yeah, bar. The granola bar. <laughs> it's not so loud. Oh my god! <laughs> but enough about that. <laughs> We're gonna talk a little gratitude before we get into today's glimpse into the future. So, Jilly, what are you grateful for this week? I am mucho grateful for family and friends. Like yeah. I am on most days. Uh, first off, family for babysitting and watching Lucille so you and I could go on an epic double date with our friends Bev and Kev and yes their names sound as cool as they are that's right I wish we were like and regular listeners of this we're not yeah no our names don't rhyme yeah and the regular listeners of this podcast so what's up Bev and Kev we had you know you're having fun when time flies and damn we were at a date for four hours and I was like shit it's 11 (laughs) o'clock It's like we should probably get home. And yeah, you and I are trying to wrap child. up our dates as quick as possible. Like we're like forty minutes in and out. But you know what I'm it is? Kidding. No, but usually with COVID, there is time. Limits. There are time restrictions, and there was not with Gunther and Company. So we were there for four hours, and it was just so amazing. I felt like we were just taking our time, which is kind of like the theme of this episode. Yeah, and what the future is holding for us—just unrushed. A beautiful freaking four-hour moment of just great conversation, great food, and just just chilling. I loved it so much. Hell yeah. No, it was great. What about you? <laughs> What's your gratitude? I am grateful for another softball season. Yeah. We uh we started up last night. We play I play on Sunday nights. I've been playing with a lot of these guys for well over a decade now and it's a bittersweet season because i'm not going to be able to finish the whole season because we will be moving down to charlottesville but you know it's just one of those ones where i'm going to show up every week and just be in the moment with these guys and just having a good time and we played the best team in the league last night and We've been going back and forth with these guys for years, too, uh, as far as being in the top of our league. And we were down quite a few guys just with other obligations. So we were fielding a skeleton uh, crew, but 
we kept the games very close. Um, we didn't win either of them, but I mean, we were really close to, to winning both of them. And, you know, I was just really proud of the guys and how they showed up and, you know, how we just kind of kicked the season off. And, you know, I've got a couple more weeks with them, but we're going to enjoy every damn moment that I can with them and uh, right off into the sunset. That's and- one thing I really miss about team sports is just being with that group of people consistently like yeah. every week. That's the really cool thing about team sports is that you see each other like a set of time, like weekly, which is so cool. It makes me want to like rejoin and do something like that just to have that sense of camaraderie yeah. and, you know, seeing the same people and building relationships and stuff. Like I see my friends and stuff, but it's just not as consistent, you know, as it used to be because everyone's got their own lives and family. So yeah. team sports is pretty good at that there's something different about it too i mean you're all in it for a common goal and that's to to win well at least or something just like to escape their kids <laughs> yeah i mean that's a conversation i have with with my couple of the guys that i play with on the team who i've known for a long time like we're we're a pretty competitive team most of us are out there to win and have fun you know obviously that that's a key part of it but like for us part of the fun is winning so like when we don't win like we still take it to heart i mean but it's because we didn't accomplish our team goal and that's what's so great about the sport is that you need everybody to contribute in order for you to be successful so like it is going out there and like picking each other up and you know making sure that everybody's at their best the the entire time and yeah we bust each other's balls all the time but that's like part of like the camaraderie camaraderie for our team it's like it's an ongoing joke is like you have to wear thick skin when you're on our team and i feel bad for whoever comes out and it's like their first time playing with us because we don't you know we don't shy away from giving them shit either and we're like you know this is how it is and and luckily um everybody who we've brought in and who's played you know we've had people come and go throughout the years but i would like to say that everybody's really enjoyed their experience playing with us so oh would you like to say that i would there <laughs> might be like, one or two people God who thought it was it, hell that Nick Kasaniak, <laughs> he thinks he's something else doesn't he i am pretty good on the oh, ball field yeah i knew yeah. that was coming yeah well you you're the one who went there <laughs> i know <laughs> i was uh <laughs> i had the little bait like come talk about yourself nick and how yeah. good you are at softball <laughs> well i mean i am coming out of week one batting a thousand and for those of you who don't know what that means is that i got to hit every single time i was up last night paparazzi's at our door they should be they should be sign the Cassonia. all right moving on <laughs> all right so jilly we had a nice little glimpse into what our future is gonna hold for us this past weekend and it was amazing i mean i cannot pick predict the future by any means but i think i have a good idea of what we've trying what we have been trying to attain as in like how we want our life to feel And I think that was kind of the motivation for all of the moving pieces that have happened so far. We want a more relaxed, slower, just good feeling life, a life that doesn't feel rushed, go, go, go to the next thing, you know, not really being able to cherish the moments as much and feeling forced and like what happened to our life, like, you know, like... I was thinking about that as Lucille fell asleep in my arms tonight, which was like the cutest thing. (laughs) Um, Just looking at her, you know, she was like the reason why we made so many amazing pivots in her life is just because I didn't want motherhood to be a blur. 
I didn't want to look back and be, I didn't want the process of being a mom to be like, oh my God, I can't wait to get to through the twos. Oh, like the threes were the worst. Oh, I can't wait till she's like The six. threes have been interesting and we're not even there yet. Yeah. So it's <laughs> just, it's just crazy how her, this little ball of energy in this tiny, beautiful vessel is what has made me want to slow down our life to have this feeling of just being in the moment, appreciating the moment, having fun, not just doing things because I think I'm supposed to. So it's just insane what we've done to our life. And yes, this weekend was a beautiful uh, foreshadow of I feel like what's to come because now we are living in a home by ourselves, which we've never done before, which is so crazy to to say. It is really crazy. We're on week two. Week two. And we're not sick of each other. In fact, I think we can't get enough of each other. Yeah, and for those who are new, like we are, we are selling our home, and it is under contract. And um, we were living with my sister's family, so this is the first time where we have been able to live with just us, a little tripod, and it already feels lighter. It feels different. It feels slower. It feels just good. It just feels right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, part of the reason we're making this move as Jill alluded to is that, you know, we're looking for freedom and looking to spend more time together and to live life a little bit slower, enjoy the moment that we're in right now with, with Lucille and with us. And, you know, with with this past weekend, we had some planned activities, but then there was also room for spontaneity as well, which was so great. It's like Sunday, we had absolutely nothing planned and, the world was our oyster at that point. And, you know, we, we decided like halfway through the day, it's like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And we'll, we'll get into that in just a minute, like how the weekend all kind of panned out. But like, it's just, I reflected today on, on just this past weekend. And, and it was funny, like Jill got home from work. I'm working in the basement. She's like, you know, I think we should podcast tonight. Um, we usually do Tuesday nights, but um, we're podcasting on a Monday night. She's like, and I asked her, I was like, what do you want to podcast about? And she goes, I'll think about it. And I was like, how about the glimpse into the future we got this past weekend? And she just immediately knew what I was talking about, um, which is, you know, maybe it's that we've lived with each other too long and just know what each other are thinking at this point. But Simpatico. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was like the, the thing that I can think of. It's like, we're always trying to figure out like what happened in the past week that we can talk about. Um, and that was like the, the clearest thing that was just like, yeah. So, I mean, we've been stressing, well, I wouldn't say stressing out, but we've been busy, like just keeping this house clean and getting it ready to put on the market and then getting ready for our home inspection. So it's like, there's been just a lot of weekends full of work and and not necessarily any time to relax or to have fun or to do something spontaneous. And this was just the weekend that opened up. And and yes, I, I had some yard work to do Saturday morning. Um, there were still some small household chores that needed to be done, but it didn't consume nearly as much time as it used to, which allowed just for the, the open book that we had this weekend. Yeah, I think because it's just us three now, it's like there's less to pick up and vacuum and the dogs aren't here, which is so crazy that my sister, you know, took the dogs because she mm-hmm. wanted to keep them together. So it's like when it comes to vacuuming, it's like, what what dog hair? Yeah. It's just like, what do I, I just Lucille's crumbs. It's basically <laughs> Lucille's crumbs at this point. So it is kind of getting us a feel of what it is going to look like cleaning wise, because I'm so used to cleaning a, a house with what 
two toddlers, two toddlers. four adults, three yeah. dogs, and yep. it's so different already. And I'm I've never experienced that before. So it's like, wow, this is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so things that came to mind when I was just thinking about when you said a glimpse into our future, um, our little spontaneous trip to Baltimore, like immediately <laughs> what came to mind was just that I feel like we're our what's what we're aiming for is just like being able to have more time to do what feels good versus what we have to. I think before when you have a lot of ties to like a, a big mortgage, you know, a big house, it's like you're kind of obligated and tied to that obligation of like, you know, you have to work so much to afford that mortgage mm-hmm. or you have to do this to take care of that. And because we are downsizing so much of that responsibility, it's like there's going to be a lot more open space to just have freedom to choose versus things that we're obligated mm-hmm. to do in order to make it work. Um, and then something else that came to mind was just, uh, I feel like our new, like this new phase that we're evolving into is is more like having choices being versus being chained. I feel like there's so many things that you can feel chained to um, as far as responsibilities with the home that, and even people, like I feel like, you know, we we're getting better at saying yes mm-hmm. and no to certain things. So I like the idea of having more choice in my life for it versus feeling chained to something because it is what it is. And that's yeah. how it is. And not saying like there's going to be parts in life that are going to be like that, but I can see them less and less chains and more and more choices in our life. Well, and to kind of take that a step further, I think that because our house is in a, in a position where it's at right now, we were open to saying yes, I think, to more things this past weekend than what we normally would do in the past. And it's because I think we feel a little bit lighter. So Saturday, we kind of double booked, um, you know, Saturday with, with seeing friends. Um, we had basically in the early afternoon or actually it was mid afternoon. We had um, we met up with some friends and, our, you know, we brought all the kids together and you know, the whole idea was to watch a movie um, on the outdoor screen or have the kids play around and, and to, to barbecue. Well, we had made dinner plans, too. So we were like, well, we still want to come over and hang out with you guys, but we're just not going to do the steaks on the on the grill that you all are going to do. And, you know, I said to Jill, it's like, hey, you know, we've got both of these things on Saturday. You know, are you open? And you didn't hesitate twice. You know, I think in the past we'd be like, you know, that's kind of a lot with like all the responsibilities that we have around the house. But it was just more like, no, we can we can make both work. We will, you know, do what we need to do Saturday morning and then we'll go hang out with, uh, you know, our friends and have the kids play together. We'll drop Lucille off um, over at your sister's house and then we're going to go on this amazing double date. And I think that was part of it is that both the activities didn't involve Lucille. If they both involved Lucille, I probably would have said no. But because it was very balanced where like, hey, we're going to bring Lucille here, get some time with her and other friends and other kids. And then we get to drop off Lucille and get time for us. Mm -hmm. I'm very more open to saying yes when it involves like a balance of like Lucille time and then us time. It's like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I think it was a combination of both. I agree. Yeah, no, and, and it was, you know, not stressful at all. Like, we had plenty of time over there with them. We had time to drop Lucille off of your sister's house, come back here and get ready, and then head up to Baltimore to, to meet up with Bev and Kev. And, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was perfectly scripted, a great evening. Um, you know, 
just awesome. And then, you know, Sunday we really didn't have anything planned at all. You know, we had a very slow morning. We went out and got uh, Uber bagels for breakfast and it was yes. delicious. And then we were just out walking in the neighborhood and ended up talking with our neighbors for like an hour um, while they're two, you know, while our kid and well, Lucille and their, their kid played together. And then it was just like, do we want to go hiking today? Do we want to just stick around? And then it was just like, let's take a little trip to Baltimore and go to Federal Hill, grab some coffee. You know, Lucille played on the playground for a little bit. We walked by the water and then we were ready to come back. And then I had softball at the end of the night. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, the freedom and just the, you know, the time that we had to, to make those decisions and take it, it was a slow weekend. Like it didn't go by quick. At least it didn't feel no. like it went by quick. And I feel like this is, like I mentioned before, foreshadowing kind of like the feeling I want our life to have. And I think what started this was when everything started falling into place when we decided to move to Charlottesville. Right. I feel like instead of planning everything and forcing things because we thought that was what we, we were supposed to do or that was, quote unquote, the plan that we wanted, I think we've just been getting really good at listening yeah. And kind of being, sounds cliche, but being the wave in the ocean and kind of just going with the flow in the direction we want and kind of listening to what is next instead of us always saying this is what should mm -hmm. be next. And I I can see it happening more and more like we're applying that to other parts of our life. And it's really fucking exciting when you see that happen. Oh, yeah. And when you're able just to create space to be like, maybe I, I, have, I have time now to have a conversation with my neighbors for as long as I want. <laughs> You know, I have time to go to a park and not feel like, oh, my God, we only have 30 minutes left because we have to go to A, B and C or I have to do this. It's like we've gotten a little bit better at practicing creating that space for spontaneity or whatever life wants us to do next and listening to like, do we feel like doing this or would we rather do that instead? So I it's a great feeling because it's interesting. All of the podcasts that I've been listening are very spiritual and the books are very spiritual and it's all about like letting life guide you yeah. instead of always forcing it and they they say it's it's crazy how easy it feels there's only there's like a mantra too i think from buddha just about doing less and accomplishing more because when you do less you're actually just listening to what where you're got being guided instead of trying to force this agenda or hustle to do something that may not be what's actually right for you so i don't know i think what we're doing is is on the right path and it's a great feeling to have and cultivate. And I'm excited <laughs> for more of this unrushing and slowness. Yeah. It's, this is kind of what we've, where we've been headed and to feel it. So we've been striving for. Yeah. yeah. And I know it's a journey and it's never going to be like, oh yeah, we made it, but it's really cool to finally feel like you're kind of in it and experience it. And I'm excited for what that shift's going to be like in Charlottesville, because I know it is going to be different, a different scene. And yeah, it's a different scene. So, I mean, we obviously, we're not going to know anybody down there. So we're going to have to, you know, make <gasps> we friends. We know Emma. Yeah, we do. We know she Emma. She listens to our podcast, P.S. Hey, Emma. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're, we're going to have to venture out and, you know, talk with people and, you know, maybe make some friends down there. But that also gives us some time for us to head back up in this direction and, and you know, catch up with our friends up this way. We're really excited about being close to the mountains and, you know, taking a hike. We got a really cool Osprey 
Is that what? Osprey? Osprey. Osprey. I don't know. Backpack that, you know, we can take. And if Lucille gets tired while we're hiking, you know, we can just throw her in the back there and, and kind of continue on. Um, there's wineries, breweries, cideries, distilleries that we can explore. You know, if we feel like it, there's, you know, lots of great food in the area. There are towns within an hour, hour and a half drive from there. So like, there's just so much that we're going to be able to explore and, you know, when we want to, like, you know, at our leisure and, and we don't even necessarily need to plan it. We could wake up on a Saturday morning and at 10 o'clock say hey we're going here mm-hmm. and then hang out there like the other thing is like we're gonna have so much free- i'm not gonna have to mow a lawn anymore like <laughs> m- very minimal gardening and stuff like that i mean we're just gonna have to really just work on keeping the house clean and we're in a house that's half the size of this one and it should be a lot easier for us to maintain and keep clean so like just yeah all these things have have just fallen into place and have really aligned to the life that we're we're trying to set for ourselves and i'm just really excited that we got to experience it and you kept on saying on on sunday when we were in baltimore that you almost already feel like a tourist rather than a native around here because we're not going to be in this area much longer yeah and i think it's also just the feeling that the fact that we had the whole day to kind of just explore even though we've been to baltimore millions of times it just felt like I guess also at the moment seems more fleeting when you know that it's not going to be your, you know, your home base anymore. I mean, it was a combination of everything, but I think there's just a feeling, even though we've been there a million times when you feel light, you don't feel stressed or overwhelmed and you're able to have the freedom to do what you want. There is such a vacation-y touristy feeling (laughs) that embodies you. And it's like, man, this, this could be my life. Like my whole life could feel like I'm on vacation. And to get that feeling that it is possible and I've heard about it being possible. It's just, this is fucking rad. Hell yeah. It is so rad. And it's almost like, I don't know, being a kid again. It's like, I want my life to be childlike. I want it to be full of wonder, be curious, feel, feel the freedom of being able to do what I want and play and explore. And it's like, we, it's definitely coming full circle. Like this is the feeling you have when you're a little kid, except now I feel like I'm more educated (laughs) on things and I can have more say in direction, but it's pretty rad to be a childlike adult right now. And to be able to have that feeling of exploration and freedom and choice, but you know, feel like the weight of certain responsibilities are slowly starting to melt off. Yeah. Yeah, and not. only the only responsibilities we want, we're we're keeping like a house <laughs> and Lucille, obviously. But we're I feel like we're we're making deliberate choices on the responsibilities that we want to keep and the responsibilities that we don't want to keep, and at what price point yeah. to match our life and what we value. And it's so fucking good to feel that and to know that this lifestyle is possible. Yeah, and the icing on the cake is to find out that uh, Virginia is like the m- number three most desirable place to live. <laughs> And I don't want to, I love Maryland. I do too. I love Maryland. This is my home. Um, but I am really butt-sized for Virginia to explore like a brand new place and to make it our, our second home. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to say Virginia is my home, but because you know, Maryland is my roots. I it's gonna be need weird. to take a time out right here. Oh no. I don't know that I've ever heard you say butt-sized <laughs> Ever. I know I've said it a lot. You finally have. Shout out to the sports junkies for bringing butt size oh. in our life and then you applying it perfectly 
I think that you delivered you, that perfectly. Everyone's probably like, did she just say butt size? They're probably like, I didn't even notice, but you do use that term a lot, and uh, I don't know why. I, I am felt so called. proud of you right now. You have no idea. <laughs> oh my goodness, you just made my night. Uh, you're welcome. And it's still early. It's still early. Oh, Oi, but um, yeah. All this to say, the reason why we wanted to podcast about this is just to say that. Whatever lifestyle you're aiming for, that it is totally fucking possible. Yes. Whatever it looks like, sounds like, feels like, because we are feeling more and more of it, and it is such a high. Yeah, we're butt-sized. We're butt-sized together. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anything else, or do you want to dive into some resources here? I I, I think I've said I have everything I wanted to say about this, and I'm just going to watch you now. All right, watch me. (laughs) Um, I have a pretty... A pretty good uh, resource that might be a little longer than usual. Do I have time for it? You've got some time. Yay. We kept it pretty short. All right, cool. So I found this amazing blog post. Um, if you are you follow the minimalism game on internet, you're going to know uh, um, Becker. Becker. Open. Jace, I don't, Jacob Becker? I Jacob believe. Becker. Yes. Um Oh, sorry, Joshua Becker. Man, oh, I'm bad. Jesus. It's a J name. Um, when I used to listen to the Minimalist, the Minimalist podcast, which I haven't listened to in a while, he was always a name that I heard a lot. He has an amazing uh, website called Becoming Minimalist. Anyway, he had this really great blog post I felt like was so aligned to what we're talking about now. The title was How to Craft a Life You Don't Need to Escape From. I like that title already. And he starts with a Seth Godin quote. Oh, well, he's got my attention. This is the quote. Instead of wondering when your next vacation is, maybe you should set up a life you don't need to escape from. Seth Godin is... I know. Wise beyond his ear. He is. Um, I love that guy. So I just want to read a good chunk of it just because it's all really amazing stuff that I just, I want to share. So I'm going to pick and choose, but it'll be a good chunk. Um, In this particular case, they comment that vacations are fun and traveling is good, both of which I do not disagree with. The point of the quote is not whether vacations are fun and traveling is good. The point of the quote is rather than only enjoying our life while on vacation, holiday, or weekend, we should strive to make our lives the ones we want to be living every day of the week. We should learn how to enjoy life on a daily basis. Rather than seeing vacation as your annual opportunity to escape life, Craft a life you don't need to escape from. And then he gives nine ways to begin crafting a life you don't need to escape. Number one, make relationships a priority. Loving relationships bring a joy into our lives that can never be matched by income, title, or career achievements. People matter and are worth the effort. I'm just going to paraphrase. I'm glad that that's number one. Yes. I think that's the most important. 100%. Number two, remove unneeded possessions from your home and life. Physical possessions are a burden to us. They require time, energy, money, and always distract us from the things in life that matter most. It is difficult to fully appreciate how much of a burden our possessions have become until we begin to remove them. Amen to that. That was the word that just kept on popping in my head over and over again. And I was going to say amen when you were done speaking, (laughs) but you did it for me. Okay. Hallelujah. (laughs) Damn it. You took the other good one. Uh, All right. Number three, make your work your job. So your job. So he said that 
in the first issue of Simple Money magazine that he had said there's a great distinction between quote unquote work and quote unquote job. This was interesting to me. Your job, she would say, the author of the magazine, is what you do for money to provide shelter, clothing, and food. Your work, on the other hand, is what you do to contribute to others, the causes you are Mm. passionate about, and the good you wish to bring into this world. When your work is also your job, you have achieved a sweet spot in life. Damn. Mm -hmm. I've never thought of it that way about work. Mm -hmm. Like, ugh, man, good find, Jilly. Keep going. Okay, number four. Or see your job as part of your work. He said, of course, number three above is not always possible for all people. Sometimes our work does not provide financial compensation and pursuing our passion as a career is not always feasible. Still other times, because of the immediacy of life's demands, we are required to do the job in front of us for the sake of providing for those who are counting on us. In those cases, there is still opportunity to craft a life you do not need to escape from, but it requires us to rethink the nature of our job by focusing on the good that it brings into the world and recognizing how it aligns with our work in other ways. So I like that he did kind of have that disclaimer because I think sometimes in order to get to that place too, you're going to have to make sacrifices in what you do for your job in order to get to do the work that aligns with both. Yeah. And I think you could be dabble in both. I think maybe you could say, hey, I want a little job doing this. It may not be as exciting as I think, but it it puts food or it puts more winery trips on, sure. you know, in our life. But I still make space for the work because that's what truly brings yeah. me meaning. I think that's one of the more challenging things for folks, too, is just maybe sacrificing something in order to eventually get there. And and. I think a lot of it is like when you have to sacrifice money, it's just like you're used to a certain lifestyle based on the the income that you make, but you might not necessarily be happy with what you do. Mm -hmm. And then just the fact that you have to take one, maybe two steps back um, is is difficult for a lot of people, which, you know, it, it causes people maybe to not necessarily find the work that satisfies them, um, you know, in a way that doesn't make it feel like it's, you know, work or a job and i hope we talk about this soon because even when you just said like taking a few steps back i think just changing your mindset that you're not moving back if you're going towards the life that you want that's and that's yeah i think it's that it's that shift in mindset that that people need to to try to have it's like no i'm not you may be taking steps back income wise but you're not taking steps back as far as like meaning exact well meaning and and you know bringing yeah value to others value and meaning are the two words i was looking for there so it's just like, no, to me, that's a step forward. So yeah, it's just the way you look at it. And I'm definitely going to be reflecting on that because I'm going to be in that Yeah, you're, where, you're in that stage. Where I'm not sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure my income is going to be significantly reduced and I'm not even sure what's next, but I'm in this place where I have time to kind of figure out and have fun with what I want to do. But we'll dive into that another day. Yeah, um, but number five, number five, this is a good blog post. It's, it's spurring a lot of, um, sparking a lot of conversation. Uh, number five is guard your time. Not every pursuit, pursuit in life deserves your energy. It is important for each of us to become more aware of what is truly worth the hours of our one short important life. I think that's a lot of what we touched upon today and the reason why we're doing that is, is is time is our most valuable asset and we want a lot of that back to be able to do what we want and to make sure that we are living our best life so yeah i, I think that's the kind of like the theme for today's episode got it number six is take care of yourself yep 
There is little joy in a selfish life focused entirely on self. What matters at the end of our life is not the house we lived in, the car we drove, or the possessions we purchased. What will matter in the end is how we treated others. Keep selfless living the goal of life. However, an empty cup cannot pour into another. If we are going to live selfless lives, we must learn that caring for ourselves is the first step in caring for others. I just emptied my cup. <laughs> That's my cocktail, at least. Oh, self-care is sexy. That's, That's right. like the hashtag of the season for me. <laughs> I like that hashtag. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Number seven. Oh, we're getting closer to nine. Appreciate your season in life. Enjoy the journey, baby. There you go. Just as seasons of the year come and go, so do seasons of life. We're kids in college, young adults, newly married, raising children, empty nesters, grandparents, caring for aging parents, being cared for ourselves, or any combination of the seasons above. Those who are most satisfied with life are the ones who appreciate the current season of life they are in and learn to make the most of it. They do not long for the next one, or attempt to continue living in the previous one. They accept the reality of changing seasons and embrace each one with grace and resolve. And I actually heard this interesting thing on a podcast today. I was learning about, um, I think it's Veda. I don't know, I could be saying it wrong. Um, Veda? It's just a way Isn't of- Isn't that the chick from My Girl? No. Oh God. <laughs> it's like a way of like, healthy living and certain principles and I'm kind of really intrigued by it. But anyway, um, the person on there was saying that most people like to live a more meaningful life. They're saying to be 80% in the present Mm -hmm. and maybe like 10% in the future and 10% in the past. But he said, most people are like 80% in the future or mm. you know they're they're heavier in the future and the past than they are in the present which is so fucking true because i feel it i can feel when i'm like anxious about what's to come or dwelling on something in the past and yeah it's really hard because of all these distractions and things that we have around us it's really hard to just be aware in the moment and to be truly conscious of like what's happening yeah i mean i, I you just hit it like you know anxiety is like the future thing it's just like you know can't control even present like anxiety is present future kind of like fears or or whatever and then usually depression is based on more of the past and stuff like that so yeah i mean and it's funny like i i i really feel like it would have been more like people are in the past and the future but i mean i could have had him what basically he was saying is that people are heavily more in the future or the past versus the present, versus which the is present, yeah. where a lot of happiness and joy and meaning come from when you're truly in the present. And that's what kind of helps you listen to what the world is, you know, telling, like yeah. kind of guiding you, like this is where you should be because this is like who you are. Anyway, um, again, very spiritual stuff, but it's so fascinating to me and I'm learning a lot. Okay. You are wise. I am getting there. <laughs> I will never be fully wise. <laughs> Um, Number eight, understand the reality of trials in life. Every person in life is either in the middle of a trial, has just emerged from one, or is heading towards the next. Trials and storms come and go, sometimes as a result of our own poor decisions and sometimes as a result of living in an imperfect world. Trials often become the very thing we most wish to escape in life, Mm -hmm. sometimes for good reason. But given the nature of their constant existence, how can we learn to appreciate the life we have in the midst of these trials? First, we embrace the reality of their existence. And second, 
We look for the good in the midst of them, no matter how hard we need to look. And number nine, find happiness in your everyday. Happiness is not something to be pursued. It is something to be discovered and mm-hmm. recognized. Uh, I'm just going to end there just yeah, because. That, uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to say anything more than that. No. Holy crap. Jill, that was a great find. I thought so. Yeah. And I will. I hope everybody in, put like, really <laughs> like enjoyed that and, and you know, is really reflecting on, on that. I mean, wow, that, that may be one of the best resources that you found. Oh, well, thank you, Joshua Becker. Yeah. Good job, Josh. <laughs> All right. And how about what is next? Is that the, uh, the quote of the day? <laughs> What's happening next? What's going on? This is where we high five. We That's just... the quote of the day. <laughs> no. High five. Putty. The quote. David Putty. Oh, God. I love Seinfeld. <laughs> um, the quote of the day is Mohandas K. Gandhi. What's up, Gandhi? I don't know how many Gandhis there are. Is there multiple Gandhis? There's probably. That's why I made sure to say the first thing, because I'm like, I don't know if this is the Gandhi or which Gandhi. <laughs> I am so unwise. See, I told you I'm not wise. I'm getting there. Jill just brought herself back to reality. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We're going to get canceled. <laughs> we're experts at our own life. That's yeah, all that matters. It's a good thing we're not syndicated. What does that mean? That means that we're, we're picked up by other networks. And we oh. cancel us after that. No. I'm kidding. We're our own network. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This quote is short, sweet, and so beautiful about what we just talked about. There is more to life than increasing its speed. Boom. I like that. I thought so. We're in rapid pace right now. <laughs> no. As a society, not us. Oh, oh, yeah. fuck yes. It's it's just it like, what more busy. can you do? It feels fast. It, it feels does. cluttered. It's like you have to intentionally put blinders on, stay in your own lane, yeah. love the people around you, and just... That sounds like a take action challenge. Is it? Love the people around you. <laughs> just love yourself and love your people hard. And yeah. Let the rest just happen. Absolutely. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Please do us a favor. If you like this episode, help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review on iTunes or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action. And action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today. And we will see you again next week. See you all later.